podcast again. Michigan, Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, yeah. Michigan, right? everybody and welcome back to the fake ass radio show on podbean i am your host scav d this show is brought to you by the size of paris hilton's baby's head just obliterating vagina skin since 2023 try it today girls if you really want to coming up in the hour Oh my god, again, I have no clue what we're playing. Rano, what are you playing? I don't know yet. <laughs> you don't know yet? I'll tell you, I'm gonna play a collab project. I'll play some Lee Scratch Perry with uh, Mr. Green. And so much more coming up. But uh, hey, Rano's here too. What up, Rano? Yo. You good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to some a uh, few days off, man. Thanksgiving days off? Fuck yeah. 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 I've been needing it for a while. Yeah, Paris Hilton, she fucked a Martian for sure, right? Have you uh, <laughs> seen this kid? Yeah, apparently he's got a big <laughs> ass head and like... <laughs> what can I say? She's taking uh, heat. Yeah, what can I say about the size of the kid's head uh, that Mike Myers hasn't already said in So I Married an Axe Murderer fucking 30 <laughs> years ago and shit, yeah. Right. Yeah, fucking, uh, I <laughs> I won't say again that her baby has a big melon on him, but uh, I heard Paris recently screened the movie Oppenheimer on the kid's forehead and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her and all her friends have been having crazy ping pong tournaments on that motherfucker too since he was born, so... Yeah, she's having lots of fun. Lots of fun being a mom. All kids have big heads. If you have, like, a small-headed kid, like, you're going to be pissed. (laughs) That kid is all head. Yeah, but, like, dude, like, that's how babies are, man. I mean, that's why, like, the Teletubbies look like they do. We studied it in psych class. They have, like, these really big heads, and then their bodies kind of uh, skew out toward the middle. And, yeah, they're shaped like babies. That shit looks painful, dude. For real, fucking ouch, ouch. My son had a big ass head too. <laughs> Kid has no shoulders at all, man. Just yeah, giant yeah. Halloween pumpkin head, man. Well, I mean, just wait. You broaden out with testosterone. <laughs> Paris didn't have no C-section. She had to have like a Q-section to handle that motherfucking kid's dome and shit. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, for real. <laughs> fucking terrifying. I don't know, dude. I, I have a big ass head, so I can't really say shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're right, though. It is unfair to say, kind of. But yeah, everyone knows that, like, most babies are super fucking ugly when they are born. And they are weird looking. Yeah. First few months. They kind of do look like little aliens. Yeah, some babies ugly as fuck. Yeah, they look like straight up ghouls and shit. Some of these babies, man. Giant bowling ball heads. Yeah, exactly. And then they grow up and they're, like, very attractive adults or whatever. So, like, you can't look too much into it. But 
yeah, if you, it starts rolling around and he's like seven or eight or something like that, and he's still looking fugly, then it's more than likely he's going to be fugly. Paris Hilton baby can already fit in a U of M college football helmet at eight months already, man. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. You've been following the uh, sign-stealing scandal at the uh, University of Michigan? Oh, yeah. They just fired another coach, a linebacker's coach, right before their game against uh, against Maryland. Can you paraphrase for our audience real quick, Rano, who doesn't live in Michigan nor give a shit about college sports, what's happening with it? Because it actually is fascinating. But <laughs> I don't give two fucks about college sports, really, in any capacity. I don't know these teams. I have no clue who any of these motherfuckers are when they enter the NFL. But this sign-stealing shit, it just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> it really does, man. It does. We love to lean into hypocrisy that gets unveiled in this country on this show. And this shit right here... <laughs> This shit right here, this that shit we swerve at. We fucking, we drive our whip right into it. Yeah. When oh, motherfuckers yeah. get caught cheating in sports, it's awesome. So what really happened here at U of M real quick, Rano? Like basically this dude, Connor Stallions, was hired and started doing this intensive scouting and sign stealing. And everybody does. Like if you're on the opposite sideline, you're trying to decipher what the other team's signs are. And right. you can do that in game on the sidelines. Right. However, what this Connor Stallions dude, who is like a former military dude who actually happens to be, you know, I mean, probably above average as, as far as like, you know, his ability and his skill set. And so like he basically started like buying tickets to away games to steal signs in person and have people record it, whether it was him being on the sideline at CMU, MSU, he was right. actually on the sideline there with like these, I don't know, these fucking advanced like uh, recording sunglasses on and shit. And it was just like so ridiculous. Yeah, they're like super spy glasses and yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it, it comes straight out of a fucking comic book. Right. And like everybody's kind of like laughing at Michigan and be like, dude, how could you be so fucking obvious? And then every few days, it seems like more information comes out. And like Michigan has like went full Michigan, which is to deny everything. And right. so every time they denied something, like it was like three days later, a new report would come out and be like, oh no, you like, you guys are full of shit. Like, right. Here's the proof or whatever. And here's the proof that this guy knew. Here's the proof that this guy knew this linebackers coach apparently got fired by U of M because the NCAA showed U of M like, why is this dude like deleting documents and deleting evidence? Yeah. Why are they watergating shit? <laughs> and so like they're doing everything that they can to not tie this to the head coach, Jim Harbaugh. Like they're trying to like delete evidence. They're trying to say, oh, he had no idea. They're trying to do everything. So they can hold on to this fucking khaki wearing douchebag. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is Jim Harbaugh was about to get fired. He had a mediocre record at Michigan. And all of a sudden, I hire this Connor Stallings dude. He starts doing this. And then Michigan just goes on a tear. Right. Like a fucking tear. And they start beating all these teams. They start beating their rivals. They had losing records. Uh, against uh, Michigan State and Ohio State. And all of a sudden, like, Ohio State is, like, getting blown out by Michigan. And everyone's like, wait, where did this come from? All of a sudden. And everyone was just like, oh, okay, I guess I guess this is who <laughs> Michigan is. They them boys, man. They them boys. Yeah. And so when it came out, like, oh, no, like, they've been cheating for, like, the past two and a half years, which coincided with, like, this success streak that they've had. It's it like, dude, sense. you guys are a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. Exactly. It's unlike anything in sports. And the fan base is saying, well, it doesn't give you that much of an advantage. Like bullshit. That's like saying like, you know, you get the answers to a test before you take it and you get a perfect score and you're like, oh, well, it had nothing to do with that. And then like <laughs> now that they fired this guy, the Stallions guy. The games are a lot closer. Yep. They're not blowing teams out. No. So 
to say that like it didn't matter or like cheating doesn't matter it does because you wouldn't do it unless it gave you an advantage exactly and you wouldn't break the fucking rules if it didn't give you an advantage and like the crazy thing is is like the fan base is in this like (laughs) giant state of denial it's because they're a fucking cult but uh yeah there's video of this guy like they're saying oh like the coaches didn't know anything about it the offensive coordinator the defensive coordinator meanwhile this cocksucker's on the sideline calling out audibles and showing signals and then the rest of the team top down they're all following the same signals he throws out a signal and they all start doing it and then they change the play at the line of scrimmage there you go stop it stop it it's fucking ridiculous it's so shady just admit it dude like you guys are pieces of shit right just like everybody else right you don't run a clean program you never have you have a fucking coach that got fired for trying to fuck a 13 year old girl like two weeks ago (laughs) like like, dude your your program is shady as shit there's also evidence that uh this connor stallions was hiring other people to sit in stands for him also it wasn't just him so he's got a team of motherfuckers so yeah and with that everyone was just like okay this guy makes like 50 grand a year he can't afford to do this come to find out a booster was paying for it right it just keeps getting better and better there's so many fucking things yeah i think in the off season (laughs) a lot of shit's gonna come out i don't know they may be vacating wins which rightfully so i think they should I think they should. They're fucking cheaters. It's like you said, there's video evidence. There's photos. The proof is out there. It's not like this is speculation. This shit fucking happened. They arranged this shit. And like you've already said, I think everybody knew also. Coaches, players, everybody. Players definitely knew. There's pics of this guy, uh, Stallions, all buddy-buddy on sidelines with uh, coaches and players in multiple schools, like you said. And it makes a lot of motherfuckers look bad. Right. And initially they tried to push this narrative that he's a lone wolf, which is not true. No. Dude, you're on a first name basis with Minter and um, and Sharon Moore, the offensive coordinator. Assistants, analysts, they don't talk to coaches. They no. don't. No, they don't. Like, they're not on the sideline during games in the coach's ear. You can see... Coaches taking off their headsets to listen to this fucking asshole. Right. That does not happen. Every week, somebody else is implicated in this thing. Yep. This guy's not a lone wolf. He was being paid by boosters. It gets shadier and shadier. (laughs) But, you know, that fan base is just ridiculous. I hope Ohio State kicks the shit out of them. I'm done with this team. Everybody hates Michigan. Everybody in the Big Ten hates Michigan. Other than Michigan fans. That goes to you, Palmer. I hope you're listening, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, the U of M fan base, they are a a certain type of people for sure. Yeah. You know what? Bring it, Wolverines. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for all the smoke. I want the smoke. Dude, like you said, though, yeah, everybody knew, though. Players knew. Coaches knew. Everybody fucking knew. And they can all say what they want. I'm not going to believe a fucking word that any of these motherfuckers say. Not a word. Especially Hardball. Just imagine the uproar from the Michigan fan base if this was Ohio State. Stealing signs illegally. Oh, my God. U of M fans be crying like bitches, dude. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> you know, a guy who went undefeated like an Urban Meyer. If this was fucking Urban Meyer, Michigan would be whining all day. You wouldn't be able to get them off the radio waves. Right. It's tainted. The last two years are tainted. Like the space between your ass and balls. It's tainted. (laughs) (laughs) We've already been talking about how how college sports has already responded to it. Uh, You know, they suspended Harbaugh. Motherfuckers are getting fired. Uh, But it was... Seemingly, nobody at uh, U of M wanted to answer or even speak the NCAA officials about this because uh, from what I hear, like the entire U of M coaching staff bounced the fuck out of town for yeah. a few days when they heard NCAA was uh, coming to knock on their fucking door and shit. Yeah, exactly. they all fucking dipped out, man. So Exactly, dude. <laughs> so, and, and you know, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing because like 
if you go watch Fox Sports right now and listen to what they're saying, now that Fox is carrying the Big Ten, mm-hmm. and then go listen to ESPN, which ESPN no longer carries the Big Ten games, it's a tale of two stories. Fox says, oh my God, this is a, an attack by the media. You know, these people don't know what they're talking about. Uh, who's the douchebag at uh, Barstool? Portnoy? Yeah, Portnoy. Like, <laughs> isn't he a fucking rapist or something? I don't know. But either way, dude, his fucking, yeah. Seemingly. Like, he's going off on Twitter. Like, I mean, like, it's insane. Like, just go look at his Twitter. He's got his mouth firmly around a Wolverine dick. It's terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then if you go listen to ESPN, ESPN is, like, totally opposite. They're, like, indicting Michigan. They're saying, no, this is fucked up. This is the integrity of the game. What a horrible product. Just wait until <laughs> Vegas gets involved. If Vegas gets involved, you're going to see fucking heads chopped on Main Street. <laughs> you're right. I didn't really think about it in that aspect, but yeah, you're absolutely yeah, right. It's the equivalent of point shaving or yeah. fuck, dude. Uh, Pete Rose can't even get into the fucking Hall of Fame because <laughs> he bet on his own game. Right. Wonder if some of these motherfuckers are going to end up fucking dead and shit. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> know how uh the whole punishment thing works uh you know or investigation anything in terms of determining guilt in this but uh yeah u of m they're not the only big 10 school that sends motherfuckers out to spy on other teams no they do they do that narrative that michigan's been trying to push is bullshit not everybody does it not everybody does it you don't think so huh people don't buy tickets to go to other people's games and scout them Dude, that's super fucking illegal, and you're a moron if you do it. Right. And you're even stupider to get caught and to be wearing, like, fucking Groucho Marx outfits on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, you're, spy you're, glasses. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I was hoping that they were going to throw the book at this type of uh, sign-stealing shit and, like, make a really, really harsh example. I think they're going to drop the hammer on them in the offseason. I think they should. They need to fucking just Britney Griner these motherfuckers and throw the whole program right in that fucking Houston Astros trash can and shit, man. <laughs> Seriously. And I think this shit's happening in other teams. You don't think so, but I do. Unless they want this type of shit to keep happening, they should put the fear of God into motherfuckers about getting caught doing this type of shit, man. I think so, too, because once they opened up sports betting all bets are off you can't have this kind of shit when billions of dollars right is going into this thing i mean you need (laughs) you need the integrity the semblance of integrity right for people to feel like i'm not gonna put my money on something that's fucking rigged there's a lot of shit that can go wrong with this shit when you start fucking around that motherfuckers get killed and shit yeah exactly the mob is involved yeah, fucking. Boom, boom, yeah, boom, boom, dude. Boom. I mean, everyone's saying that it's nonsense or it's not no. that big a deal. Fuck that. You set this precedent and you'll see how fucking dirty it gets. There's too much money involved. Right. And the funny thing is, is Michigan was talking about uh, leaving the, the, the Big Ten or some of their fans were, or some of the pundits were saying, well, Michigan, you know, the Big Ten needs Michigan. <laughs> Michigan doesn't need the Big Ten. Yeah, right. That's a big K cut right there. Go to the SEC. Go to the SEC. I dare you, Michigan, to go to the SEC and get your ass kicked on a fucking weekly basis. It's not going to happen. No, it's like you said. They're all fucking dumb as shit, man. Dumb as shit. The Fag Ass Radio Show actually uh, caught up with the Houston Astros trash can after this uh, story (laughs) broke. And uh, this is what he had to say about the entire football organization over at U of M right now. What a bunch of dumbass motherfuckers. Yeah. See? (laughs) Even a, a fucking trash can, a goddamn trash bin can see how stupid these motherfuckers were. Yeah. I think everybody need to be punished. Players, too, in the offseason. Yeah. They shouldn't even be playing right now. Well, you can't punish the players. So, I mean. Hold them accountable. Don't even let them play. Well, no, you can't do that. Now, what you could do is punish them by taking away some scholarships. Uh, oh. That's been done before. Oh. Uh, reduce the number of scholarships that they have. Okay. Yeah, do that. Do all that shit. Do all that shit. There's postseason bans. And you know what? I mean, I'd just be shocked if they, they bring back Harbaugh. Everybody need to get dealt with, not just Harbaugh. Harbaugh's going to go to the fucking Raiders, yeah. probably. Did you fucking Did you say he- hopefully? Probably. 
What, you don't like Antonio Pierce? He's doing a pretty good job. I love him. I love him. Speaking of uh, interim coaches, did you hear uh, U of M's interim coach drop a couple of F-bombs live on air after they beat, uh, what, Penn State? Was it Penn State? Jerome Moore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I got it right here. Listen to this. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Jerome, what does it mean to you? Well, thank the Lord. Well, thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Thank you, coach. He's crying like a bitch, man. He's crying like a goddamn bitch. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Harbaugh. Oh, I blow him after every practice in the showers. Man, I love those khakis. Man, see, that's what I'm saying. You can't get caught recording the motherfucking sidelines because this is what happens, oh man. Before God. you know it, motherfuckers get on TV and then they're teaching your kids bad words and shit, man. Like, they're such victims. I love you, man. Such victims. Just play the game straight. Play it straight. That's Look, yeah, it. And I'm not going to say that like everybody doesn't try and get an edge. Obviously, you try and get an edge on your opponent. But uh, this one's just ridiculous. Get it in game. Memorize your yeah. shit. Keep it in mind for later. Don't get fucking caught using a camera. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to fucking send people to record shit, at least try to cover some tracks or use some discretion when you're fucking cheating and spying on a team, man. Don't fucking point your phone directly at the sideline for multiple quarters of right, the game, right. man. Don't leave a paper trail of ticket stubs and plane tickets and shit for yeah. seats on both sides of the stadiums and shit like you already said. Don't right. make your dirty Venmo transactions public right. to these motherfuckers that you're paying on your social media. Again, you've already said as a lowly staffer, don't be seen conversing with fucking the head coaching staff during games, man. Yeah. Am I leaving anything out here? No, no. And for everyone who wants to say, well, I mean, you can just do it off of the television. Uh, Dude, go watch a game. Go watch a game. There's not a camera pointed at the sideline on every fucking play. It's just not. There are people who get paid to do this shit. This is what data science is a is about this is what chat gpt is about it's predictive but it's based on a database of predictive patterns so like dude it's it's real this is what analytics are about this is why baseball banned the fucking shift because it made the game shitty it did and nobody liked the fucking shift in baseball so take your argument and shove it straight up your maze and blue ass (laughs) you get the fucking You get that database to write you an awesome fucking sports movie, too, at the same time, man. You get them to write some awesome sports movie out of this whole fucking story. I think you get Aaron Sorkin maybe to write that shit, too, direct it, maybe Ben Affleck. You make it like a secret agent slash football movie. Uh, that'd be a terrible movie. I won't see it. I think it'd be dope as fuck. You get Will Smith to star in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of Will Smith. Uh, in our last episode, we were talking about Will Smith needing to uh, get back out into the world and get away from Jada and smash some ass. Well, rumor has it that, uh, yeah, he has been out there. Uh, he's been way, way, way out there. Uh, yeah, because of the, the word going around lately is that uh, his former assistant walked in on him getting bunned in the ass by uh, Tisha Campbell's ex-husband when they were both on uh, The Fresh Prince. Did you hear about that? I did, man. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith is bi. He's bisexual. Now, granted, this supposedly happened a while ago. It happened a while ago, but if this is true, it actually opens Will Smith up to crush even more ass, man. It well, does. If this motherfucker is bi, uh, like this dude says he is, it gives him more options out there. And uh, you know what? He should be getting biz. <laughs> he should be getting biz, man. There's just no excuse now. There's just no excuse at this point. We ain't homophobic on this show. Was it on the, it was on the uh, Fresh Prince? I thought it was on something else. 
I think it was Fresh Prince. I heard it was Fresh Prince. But yeah, Willie, go get your cheeks clapped, buddy. Come on, man. What are you doing, man? Go have some fun. Go have some fucking fun after everything you've been through, man. You deserve that it. sound like fun to me, but... <laughs> Hey, not that there's anything wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, man. But like, yeah, the, the, that's not my idea of fun. Is having something jammed up my ass. But. Will Smith is uh, is denying uh, the shit out of this claim. Yeah, which is what you're supposed to do when you're, I guess, a former male action movie star, right? Because nobody wants to see a gay male action movie star. Like, I don't give a fuck. Again, I don't judge. Wait, are there any? I don't think there are. I don't think there There's are. Gotta be. I don't think there is. Motherfucker be like Tom Cruise. No, motherfucker be hating and shit. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Are there any gay action stars out there, people? I'm being serious, man. Get at us on Twitter or IG. Yeah, Will Smith. He might be the first one. <laughs> he might be no. the first one if this is true. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that, and uh, hopefully uh, it doesn't end his uh, acting career. Does Neil Patrick Harris count? I don't think so. Yeah. He was in that Matrix movie, but he was the villain, so I don't think so, man. But uh, speaking of uh, acting careers ending, we lost one of uh, the greatest sitcom TV stars ever a few weeks ago. The country, probably even the world, was in deep, deep mourning for this guy. At least I think they were. I know I was. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Bull from Night Court passing away. Did he die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. He did, man. He did, man. Did you think I was going to mention uh, Matthew Perry? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, Richard Maul. Yeah, Richard Maul passed away from Night Court. Pretty much everybody that was uh, on Night Court is dead now, I think. Harry Anderson's dead. Marky Post. Most of them motherfuckers dead. Marsha Warfield. I think it's the only one still left, man. You know who Marsha Warfield is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black don't crack, man. She's awesome. She's fucking awesome. Did you ever watch her daytime talk show? I don't think so. She used to have a daytime talk show back in the 90s and shit for a couple of years. And uh, her thing was she'd come out. She had a half basketball court built into her set. And she'd come out and she'd dribble out and hit a fucking sick ass jump shot at the start of every one of her shows. And the crowd would go nuts. And then she'd start every show. Fucking she'd come out and hit this clutch fucking shot, which I always thought was a good idea, man. Really? Yeah. Because that's what I think would be cool to fucking start our fucking show out. Like if I just get on the mic and uh, hit like Mo Williams looking ass jump shot. <laughs> like I need a basketball hoop installed in this motherfucking room immediately. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Marsha Warfield. She was badass. She's still alive. And uh, it says here that John Larroquette is uh yeah john larroquette's still alive he's on the new night court i haven't seen the new night court reboot i need to watch yeah. that shit i need yeah, to watch got, that shit. uh him and uh bernadette bernadette, bernadette from uh <laughs> from uh the big bang theory oh yeah i didn't watch that show uh my girlfriend did but you know i would hear it in the background a lot That's no a i show. hear i hear night court the new night court is good i'm gonna check it out I didn't think it was great, but I was never like a really huge Night Court fan. Oh, I um, loved it. I loved it. Yeah, Matthew Perry, he died too. He died too. And uh, out of all the cast of friends, he was the one I thought would die first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. Is why? Because he had a substance abuse problem? Yeah. 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 All right. Supposedly, yeah. like, he cleaned up his act, but uh, yeah, at one time, he was one of the top five opiate abusers of all time, just behind Judy Garland, yeah. right in front of Keith Richards and Rush Limbaugh. And that's a legendary <laughs> list oh, of fucking Christ. dopers to be on, dude, for real. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess he was doing so many pills that his fucking colon exploded. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. He had to have surgery and everything. He nearly died then. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think I did see something about that. Uh, yeah, he had like a colostomy bag or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they put him in a coma for weeks. Like the guy was a real mess at one point. Just a fucking mess. Like He blew out Jeez. his own asshole. Blew out his own asshole at one point from taking too many pills, man. That would suck. That would suck. I can't imagine. Yeah, man. I can't imagine anything worse happening to your body than exploding your own colon. 
I don't know, man. There's a bunch of bad shit that can go wrong with your body. Get the fuck out of here. I think I'd rather be crucified than blow out my own asshole. For real. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that. I, would I don't know, man. That. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to think that like all that shit gets, all those toxins get released in your body, and eventually, yeah, it's that's... just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I hear like people with severe Crohn's disease. It's basically worse than that. Their asshole blows up. Well, no. I mean, they've got a problem with their like basically intestine. It's IBS. Well, no, it's a little bit deeper than that, but, uh, but yeah, dude, like I hear that's, that's pretty awful. And yeah, like some of them do have to get like multiple surgeries, like certain areas of their intestines removed and shit like that. So they do have to use like colostomy bags and shit like that. Yeah. I hear it's pretty awful and it can get super, super painful. So there are worse things. Fucking surgeries and shit. I ain't fuck around no surgeries. No I don't know. And also, like, what do you think about, like, stomach cancer? That's got to be pretty shitty. Is that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shit, dude. No, like, no, like, digestive tract cancers. Like, that would be <laughs> fucking awful to me. Uh, I guess they found him in his hot tub. Matthew Perry. That's what they say. Yeah. There was no foul. Well, they said no foul play. Yeah. I read, like, heart attack slash drowning. Sad shit, man. Sad shit. There was a good meme going around a couple of weeks ago that shows a picture of uh, Ross that says Schwimmer and then a picture of uh, Chandler in a bathtub that says not Schwimmer. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I liked that one. I liked Matthew that one. Perry was a national treasure. <laughs> Chandler and Joey. Chandler and Joey were probably my favorite characters on Friends. I'm not going to fucking pretend like I didn't watch reruns of Friends if they were on sometimes. Yeah, it had its moments. Yeah, and I like Chandler because he was an accountant. <laughs> That's what you be doing, Rano. Did he yeah, inspire yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. yeah Chandler. Chandler was my inspiration to get me through college. There you go. Chandler, uh, he did a couple of good shows. He did a good show after Friends called uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Have you heard of this show? I have not. That was an Aaron Sorkin show. I mentioned him earlier. It was about this fictional SNL type sketch comedy show and like all the crazy shit that goes on behind the scenes. Oh, okay. That shit was good, man. That shit was good. Some of them friends, motherfuckers, they, uh, they did some really good shows uh, after that shit was done. Uh, Joey did a hilarious show called Episodes where he plays this loose version of himself like a washed up aging rich TV star. It's fucking filthy. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's fucking great. Episodes, if you can find it. Phoebe did a couple of good ones, too. Like Romeo and Michelle's uh, high school reunion. <laughs> doing some movie shit. Matthew Perry ain't doing shit, though. Uh, no mo. Neither is uh, Bull from Night Court. Yeah, there'll be no cameo on the reboot for him next season. And uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Matthew Perry did that movie with Bruce Willis. Didn't they do a couple of those? Uh, wasn't his wife Salma Hayek or something like that? That was Amanda Peet. Them nice-ass fucking titties and shit. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he play like an orthodontist or a dentist? He did, yeah. And Bruce Willis was a uh, former hitman for the mob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that is that the whole nine yards? Yeah, and then I think they did the whole ten yards after that. They did a, a sequel. Oh. I confuse those with the uh, those analyze this and analyze that, which uh, is uh, okay. Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro, Bobby D. I'll uh, get those movies you. confused. Oh, They're all yeah, funny. Yeah, no, you're right about that. They're yeah. all funny. They're all funny ass movies from the early 2000s. Watch them shits if uh, if you haven't seen them. But uh, yeah, right. That's right. that though, man. Chandler gone, Bull gone. R.I.P. Fellas. Anything left on them? No. no. All right. R.I.P. Fellas. Uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll see you when you see you when I get there. Maybe like that uh, live action Warner Brothers Wally Coyote movie. <laughs> Wait, you hear about this, Ron? Finally, finally tonight. No, I, I won't go long on this, man. The live action Looney Tunes Coyote movie is back on, possibly. Oh yeah, no, they were saying something about like. Uh... Was it, it was like too violent or something like that or 
Oh, I didn't hear anything about that. Who gives a shit about that? I, I just, know. you I know. Thought, I thought there was an issue with, like, the coyote trying to blow up the roadrunner or something like that. He's always been doing that shit, man. Fucking hell. I know, but, Are like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, somebody came out and said, no, that's, like, too violent. Like, the movie. Get the fuck out of here. I did not hear that. I think you read something crazy. I think you read something crazy, but yeah. I don't anyways. know. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I was reading like conservative uh, <laughs> against woke uh, news and shit, you know? I heard <laughs> this movie was in production over a year ago, almost two years ago. And uh, I've been giddy like a child ever since. Really? Yeah. Honestly, from what I hear, the movie, it centers around Wally e. Coyote and uh, his intentions to sue the Acme company. Because their Roadrunner killing products don't work, and he keeps getting all fucked up every time he tries to use them, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, falling off cliffs and shit, and, yeah. uh, and blowing himself up, uh, just like in the cartoons. So he hires an equally dumbass attorney in Will Arnett to handle his case. John Cena plays the CEO of Acme. <laughs> I can't wait to see this fucking shit, Ron. I can't. Can't wait to see it. It was supposed to be out this past summer. Well, Warner Brothers announced, I think it was last week, that they were shelving the movie, which is completed, which is testing well with groups, and uh, they were instead going to write it off for fucking tax purposes. No way. Yes. Yes. And I just about lost my shit when I fucking read it. When I really? Read it. Yeah. Warner oh, Brothers, well. they already scrapped the Batgirl movie last year, which was already pretty much in the can for a fucking tax write-off they debted a scooby-doo movie this is becoming a thing at warner brothers like not letting really? motherfuckers release their movies and just getting some money back now i hear that the batgirl movie was an abysmal piece of shit and not releasable which is possible i hear it was the actress in it i can't remember i think she's batgirl and she's latina oh i hear it didn't test great and it's not big enough for a theater. It's not a big enough movie for a theater. But uh, Coyote vs. Acme supposedly tested well, and they still shelved it, which prompted this huge backlash from fans and myself, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so much so that uh, Warner Brothers flip-flopped, and they have now decided to sell the film to the highest bidder. Really? Be it Netflix, Amazon, whomever. Here you go. And that's what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah. The fans bullied the studio so much, and it actually fucking worked. Because I was honestly ready to be done with Warner Brothers for good. I was ready to be done. I was prepared to steal both fucking Joker 2, Batman 2, Beetlejuice 2 off the internet, man. I was ready to go. I honestly don't think it was just uh, us fans, though, that made them backpedal. Because apparently a number of directors, producer-type motherfuckers in Hollywood canceled meetings at Warner Brothers after this news broke. Rightfully so. Because, yeah, fuck that well, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it could be them next time. Exactly. Filmmakers, they want to see their shit actually get released. And uh, there's something weird going on here with fucking Warner Brothers, man. That was my first impression. Like, somebody's up to no good over there, man. I think somebody is is doing something shady. And uh, I guess I'm not the only motherfucker who thinks this because some rep from the state of Texas is asking for uh, the Federal Trade Commission and the Justice Department to investigate it. Wow. Yeah, this shit is actually uh, prompting calls for a, a fucking federal investigation. Oh, shit. Hey, I hope they go ahead with it. I hope they go ahead with it. They shut them the fuck down. Oh, yeah, just like Michigan. They're being investigated by the FBI. Shut them down, too, motherfucker. Shut them down, too, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. After everything Warner Brothers has mishandled over these last few years, man, everything, killing their relationship with Christopher Nolan, completely destroying the DCEU with everything Zack Snyder had going, they should just shut the fuck down, man, because I'm pretty much done with them. I'm pretty much fucking done with them. They have no clue what the fuck they're doing. I don't know, man. They had Michael Keaton Batman. It's not enough. It's not enough. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't feel comfortable giving these motherfuckers money anymore. I don't. They don't deserve it. I hope Batman 2, Joker 2, Beetlejuice 2, I hope they all flop like motherfuckers. <laughs> I hope they flop. I ain't going to see them shits. I ain't yeah, going to are. see them shits. Bullshit. And nobody holds a grudge. Nobody holds a grudge better than good old Scavy D. 
Rado, you notice. Yeah, you do, but yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see it. Bullshit. Warner Brothers can suck a dick. That is my motherfucking word. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This is Magnum Opus. Y'all listening to the fake-ass radio show. Dollar Tree, we know you want to see your hard-earned buck stretch as far as it possibly can. That's why you shop here. So when we announced we'd soon be raising our prices to $1.25, we knew our loyal customers would be understandably shook by the news. But we're still here for you. That's why we at Dollar Tree now invite each and every customer to steal one item for every four items purchased. That's right. Put four items in your cart and one in your bag. Do that shit up. We don't give a fuck. You know how much they paying us to work here? Shit. We get it. The dollar store is dead. Plus, it's bad enough that 100% of the products sold in our stores are made from toxic Chinese materials, and your risk of cancer increases by 40% each time you step foot through our door. So raising our prices by 25% is really quite a fuck you. So our buy four, steal one offer is just our way of continuing to say thanks and keep you coming back. It's the least we can do. Buy four, steal one. Go it all now at Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, a quarter more. Hi, I'm Scav D. And for years I tried everything to quit cigarette smoking, but nothing worked for me. That's why I use Chantel, the new quit-smoking method. Uh-uh, motherfucker, I know you ain't about to light up that fucking cigarette up in here. Look, Chantel is not a patch or a self-help cassette tape. Chantel is a ghetto white girl from Pontiac, Michigan, who is with you all the time to help you quit smoking. Motherfucker, shit, you fucking stink all the time up in here with them cigarettes? God damn it, I told your ass to put that shit out. <gasps> While taking Chantel with you, you may experience changes in behavior or thinking hostility, aggression, agitation, depression, or suicidal thoughts or actions. Punk ass little bitch. God damn it! You should probably not take Chantel if you experience any of these symptoms, or if you've been known to slap a bitch, or carry a pistol. Motherfucker, you ain't gonna do shit with your Virginia Slim smoking ass. Increase alcohol use when taking Chantel, and use caution when driving. It's right there! Turn! 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 You pass it, you dumbass motherfucker! So please, consult your doctor and find out if Chantel is right for you. And don't put off quitting one more day. Little dick-having motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, bitch! And now, welcome back to The Fake-Ass Radio Show. really do it yeah big ass radio show scab d rhino we back yeah i did some bucket list shit uh a few weekends ago rhino no oh, yeah what was that now uh, metallica buddy oh yeah that's right oh harvester in the background right now yeah, Metallica did two shows here in uh, Detroit, both of which I went to. I've never seen Metallica before, so uh, yeah. 
I can finally cross them off my fucking list. My life's oh. Harvester of Sorrow. Sorrow. They did this song. That might be it as far as motherfuckers that uh, I've never seen before that I still mm-hmm. need to. Yeah, Pantera opened up for them too. Obviously not their original lineup. I've never seen them before right. either. But uh, yeah, that's about it though, man. Yeah, because Dimebag and Vinnie Paul are dead, right? Right. That is correct. You are correct, sir. <laughs> That's about it, though. I don't think I need to see anybody else, man. I've seen everybody. Fuck the Rolling Stones. <laughs> you know, fuck Kiss. I don't need to see them. Have you seen, uh... What about the Foo Fighters? Oh, you know what? Yeah. I was supposed to see them at Bonnaroo. They're going to oh, headline yeah. Bonnaroo, and they canceled it. I was ready to. In my heart, though, I saw them. Yeah, you could have watched him on uh, Austin City Limits the other night. I gotta start watching that show. You told me about this. You've told me about this ACL. And they do a whole show every week on PBS. Yeah, yeah they do. I haven't fucking seen the shit, but uh, they do. I saw Molly Tuttle on it. She's a bluegrass player. She's <laughs> awesome, and you know uh, Steve Ray Vaughn has some uh, legendary performances there too, and like. It's all kinds of people, like Tracy Chapman and some other people, you know. Well, I just saw Pantera and uh, Metallica killing it at Ford Field, and uh, I can die a happy man now, I think, honestly. Uh, There's a band named Ice Nine Kills that opened up the uh, second show, and uh, they are fucking fantastic, too, Rano. They may have uh, actually stolen the whole weekend for me. They impressed the hell out of me. Definitely go see them if you can. Ice Nine Kills. Yeah. Awesome. A, uh, a fantastic weekend. Again, two shows. Fantastic weekend of music past. A fantastic segment of music coming up right now. Are you ready, Rano? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. And if music was the food of love, then I'd be a fun romantic. Music That's my Substitute for love Love you still Rado You're up What you got for me tonight? Alright I got a song called uh, Fruits of My Labor From an artist named uh, Amos Lee Yeah it was just released And uh it's a song that was originally done by uh, Lucinda Williams. And uh, Amos Lee is like this singer-songwriter, uh, real soulful. He's a mix of like a little everything. He's got some like, I'd say like country or folk, and then he's got like more like R&B. He's like this mixed-race singer-songwriter that I've been listening to for a long time. And uh, yeah, he's got good shit. He's a good guitar player and uh, great vocalist and great lyricist, so... Uh, yeah, just came out, so, uh, Fake Ass Radio Show, Cav D, Rhino, Fruits of My Labor, Amos Lee, hope you like it. Baby, see, I've been living, velvet curtains on the window, too, keep the bright and unforgiving light from shining through, baby, I remember all the things we did. Slept together and the blue behind your eyelids, baby. Sweet baby. Trace yourself through the gloom till I found these purple flowers. I was spent, I was soon smelling you for hours. Lavender. Water the dirt, flowers last for you, baby. 
side clearly yeah so there you go yeah there you go big ass radio show scav rano scav's kind of a dickhead we all know that <laughs> yeah yeah name is lee i like that yeah i like that a lot roots of my labor yeah he's got a nice chill vibe all of his shit's kind of like that you know he, he kind of crosses those genres there and it's refreshing and good to listen to if you're just in a chill mood so well, fucking A. Speaking of uh, crossing over genres, let's play off an album that uh, crosses uh, over into 20 different genres of music, if you can believe it or not, Rano. <laughs> I'm talking about Lee Scratch Perry in Mr. Green's album, Super Ape vs. Mr. Green, Open Door, from 2019. Huh. Yeah, Lee Scratch Perry, legendary Jamaican producer, known for okay. his unconventional styles uh, and methods for making music and uh, collabing with uh, the legendary Mr. Green from New Jersey, known for his unconventional (laughs) methods for production. Yeah, these two motherfuckers are just peas in a pod. Granted, uh, you know, you got the old school Jamaican cat meeting with the, uh, the newer school American cat. So yeah, these guys had to just connect and uh, put together a record that came out a couple years ago, just before uh, Lee Scratch Perry sadly passed away. So managed to get this out just in time. Song I'm gonna play tonight features uh, a legendary rapper talking about Sheik Louch of the Locks, who uh, beat the shit out of the diplomats in that versus battle a couple years ago and shit. So, uh, yeah, you get uh, Lee Scratch Perry samples with the good Mr. Green beats and uh, Sheik Louch on this one. All right. So, uh, yeah, definitely check this album out again. Super 8 vs. Mr. Green, Open Door. Scratch Lee Perry, Mr. Green. The name of the song is called Come Back Alone. Big-ass radio show, Scab D, Rano. Out 
busting blood all squirting out. What's left of your head pushing the made back curtain out? I dove on cars, I shot through the sunroof. I jumped in car, yanked niggas' chains loose. Yacked up and weeded, and I don't even smoke a lot. Young, running around town with like a hundred shot. You think you know me now? Think I'm your homie now? So I put the red dot on your face like a circus clown. Mr. Green. Lee Scratch. Perry. Fake ass radio show. Scab D. Rhino. Yo. Featuring Sheik Louch from the Locks. Yeah, the Locks is, uh, they're arguably top 10 greatest hip hop groups of all time. I'm going to say it right now. They're like right there. With uh, some of these other motherfuckers, uh, Outcast, <laughs> Run the Jewels. Yeah, I'll say the locks. They should be right in there. I don't know if you would count uh, Method Man and Red Man as a group, but they should be in that fucking top 10. Yeah. Sheik Louch on the track there. Yeah. Fake ass radio show, Scab D, Rano. Yeah, shit's dope. And uh, yeah, Lee Scratch Perry, Mr. Green, uh, those motherfuckers have worked with so many people in their own worlds you know lee scratch perry in the reggae world with bob marley and the clash and uh mr green with west side gun and young z who i played in our last episode yeah these guys are both legendary so there you go fucking a check that album out super eight versus mr green yeah i'd say that's about an episode right about dur rano yeah the show i think we hit some topics Day. I probably pissed off a lot of Michigan fans, but fuck it. Rightfully so, Rhino. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. They should have all been punished. Uh, We've said it all. God bless it. So, yeah. What's your plan for Thanksgiving? Oh, we're just staying here, man. We was hoping you would come by, but uh, we're going to hang here, man. Got good recipes. Got the turkey brining. Got a good stuffing recipe. Got some sweet potatoes that we're going to do. Mashed potatoes. We're going to make a fuckload nice. of gravy. Nice. I'm going to make this year, I'm making rolls this year from scratch. I'm doing uh, pretzel uh-uh. rolls. I'm going to try to do some pretzel rolls. So, nice, yeah, I nice, got them. Nice. Uh, I got them on deck. Yeah, I'm going to cook those tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I've been so busy. I, yeah, there's just no way I'm touching anything in the kitchen. I'm going to be chilling watching first the Lions and then the Cowboys. And there's a restaurant out here that you've been to. Yep. That uh, does Thanksgiving dinners, and we're just going to go out there and get our Thanksgiving dinner, maybe get one to go, and uh, yeah, just take it easy. I, I think I deserve it. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful people at the restaurant that you're talking about going to. I've been there a couple of different times with you. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dime them the fuck out for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> we're, we're leaving big tips that day. Let's say, yeah. uh so so graciously sacrificed their day with their family so uh i could enjoy my day off so yeah again you're more than welcome over at my crib but uh do whatever you gotta do but uh hey happy thanksgiving to you mate yeah happy thanksgiving and a happy thanksgiving to our wonderful audience all right and with that the lions Go motherfucking lions, right? I'm not drinking That's the Kool-Aid right. yet. I see it. I see it on the table. It's right there, though. Beat Green Bay. It's right there. This turkey day. It's right there. They'll win a playoff game. They got to win a playoff game for us. My name is Scav D. And I'm Rhino. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. 
Have a good morning. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a good weekend. Whenever the hell you're listening, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you. Very, very much. Good day. Say good night, Rano. Good night, Rano. Rest in peace, Bobsha.